Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, January 6th. Today, Steve Smith enters rare company, a women's cricket pioneer immortalised, Ronaldo's slip of the tongue, and Josh Giddy's NFL audition. But first... Kwajo on 98. What's he going to do then? And he pulls this one. It's down to fine leg. They're going to come back for two. Yes, they are. He wants it. He's running real fast. He's going to let it get yes, he does. And having deja vu here once more because Kawaja, he can't get enough of the SCG and they can't get enough of him. Usman Kawaja's love affair with the SCG is like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan in the 90s. Hmm. You've got mail. Yes. Tom and Meg teamed up for three rom-coms. Aussie's gone one better, plundering his fourth century and third in a row in Sydney against South Africa. Former Test captain Mark Taylor says the opening batter has made the most of another chance in the Test side when recalled 12 months ago and it looked like his career might be over. He's given an opportunity this time last year against England when uh, Travis Head was out of the game through, through a COVID uh, substitute late before that game. 100-100 against England and now 100 here in South Africa back at the SCG. So, yeah, he's got plenty of fans here and he loves batting here. Not to be outdone, Steve Smith reached some special milestones. Nokia into Smith and this is Paul. Square at the wicket. Into the crowd, on the bounce. Yep, that's going to get a boundary for it. His 30th Test 100 taking him past Sir Donald Bradman and he moved up to third all-time on the Aussie Test run scorers list. Only Steve Waugh, Alan Border and Ricky Ponting are ahead of him. Travis Head chipped in with a runner ball 70, with Rain cutting short play again. Usman Kawaja is unbeaten on 195. The Tubby is playing party pooper, and it's calling for Australia to declare. Absolute priority for Australia now is how are we going to get wickets? How are we going to pick up 20 wickets? So even if they only get half an hour, an hour tomorrow, make sure you're, you're bowling when you get that moment. So pick does up it matter that Kawaja's on 195? No, no sorry. 200s are nothing in the game. 100s are a milestone. Of course, 200 is a milestone, but that's a personal thing that Usman Khawaja, that won't worry him. If he ends up 195 not out, he'll say, thank you very much. I'll, I'll take the not out with me. Thanks very much, Skipper. You put him out there to bat for five runs, all you're doing is wasting five minutes he'll need to make those runs, and then a 10-minute changeover, which is wasted time. Australia is four for 475. <laughs> One of the lighter moments came when the scores reached a magical figure. Two for 222, much to the delight of the Richies in the stands and prompting some good and not-so-good impersonations of the great man, Richie Benno. To cover, no run. Two for 222. It's Richie Day and it's two for 222. Have you got your best Richie Benno, Bluey? Well, it's uh, welcome back here to the uh, SCG. It's scored uh, two for 222. Not bad. What about you, Sir Ian? English, mate. <laughs> a big day for women's cricket as well. In a world-first, legendary women's cricketer, World Cup winner and former Aussie skipper Belinda Clark has been immortalised in bronze at her home ground, the SCG. Yeah, look, I feel like I am representing a, a group of people that have put a lot of effort in over a long period of time. So, you know, women have been playing cricket for, the, for this country since 1934-35. I just feel like I'm part of that chain of people that have contributed. While one of this generation's best cricketers, Meg Lanning, returned to the crease for the first time in six months, dismissed for 29, playing for Victoria in the WNCL, the one-day comp. It's the Aussie captain's first appearance since taking personal leave in August last year. 
Shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo for this almighty gaff and his first press conference after signing a $300 million a year deal to play in the Saudi Pro League. So for me, it's not, it's not the end of my career to come in South Africa. This is why I want to change. And to be honest, I really don't worry about what the people say. You'd think for all of that money, Ronaldo could actually figure out what country he's playing in. And we thought they knew how to rock in Shelbyville. But nobody rocks like Springfield. Harry Kane remembered where the goals are, striking twice for Tottenham in a 4-0 rout of Crystal Palace. The England striker trying to banish the painful memories of his penalty blunder in the World Cup quarter-final loss to France. It was a tough moment for, for me personally and, and the team, and, but that's part and parcel of football, you know. It's, for me, I just wanted to get back to, to doing what I love and being out there on the pitch. And uh, if anything, it just made me want to work harder and, and be more determined to be more successful. So, of course, it's, it's been difficult, but that's why we play the game. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the season now and this game can hopefully help us finish this month strong and then the rest of the, the league season as well. Spurs keeping pace with the top four. It's their first win since the six-week break for the World Cup. In the NBA, Chicago burst Brooklyn's bubble, the Bulls ending the Nets' 12-game winning streak. Toronto trailed Milwaukee by 14 points with a minute nine left before going on a crazy run to send it to overtime. The Raptors fell short in OT as Gianna stepped up with a triple-double to guide the Bucks home, while Josh Giddy auditioned for the NFL with a quarterback-style pass. Giddy just rifled it like a quarterback, 75 feet. Kenrich Williams then kicks it outside for the door three. The Aussie basketballer and his OKC Thunder lost to Orlando. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you next week on The Scorecard. Listener.